Hello, my good friends, and welcome to the Fortune 500 Mindset and Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth, and I'm here to help you bridge the gap between your goals and transforming into the high-level person required of you to meet them. Through mindset coaching and education on high-level business practices, get ready to meet your truth, transform, and transcend into your next level in business. Well, hello, friends. We are back with another episode, which I will probably be listening to after I upload this, and I'm going to listen to it regularly. I don't know. Something about listening to your own podcast and hearing your own voice speak light into yourself, it's really powerful. So I listen to podcasts almost daily. It's like my number one preference of consumption other than reading. Even the coach needs coaching, you guys. Like, I am not above strengthening my own self-development. And I hope that no matter where you end up in life, you still hold your self-development as a priority. Like, I don't care if you've made it in your business, in your career, you're financially well off, still hold it as a priority because, well, think of it this way. Like after a football team wins the Super Bowl, does that mean they no longer need a coach? Does that mean they, they don't need to show up to practice? They don't need to strengthen their skill set? No, I mean, after all, Like, okay, they have proven to beat every team in the nation, right? They're proved they're great, but, and they're the best, but no, absolutely not. To continue to be great, you need to feed the mind, the soul, the body. You need to continue to challenge your behaviors and strengthen your awareness. So anyway, so the inspiration for today's episode, it hit me today when I was triggered by someone's words, right? I was triggered into a state of self-doubt. And we all know what that feels like. Nobody is exempt from feeling that way. And luckily for me, because of what I do for a career choice, I know how to navigate that trigger without it taking over my day, which is why I was able to sit down and script out this podcast. But scripting out this podcast you guys, it was coming from a very masculine place, like things came out, right? Because I was triggered and I was offended about what somebody said. And like, I just feel like I was ready to draw blood. And I don't usually seek to be motivated by such a masculine energy. And if you follow me on Instagram, I typically promote a very feminine and soft energy. But I mean, I was totally embodying that I'm going to win at everything you think I cannot win at. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to climb to the mountain so I can climb to the top of the mountain so I can spit on you or whatever the hell Cardi B said. Like, I'm sitting here running my mouth. I'm going to let my success speak for itself, blah, 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 blah. You, You guys know the attitude that we get when we're offended, okay? But it led me into a creative space to think about how to balance both the feminine and masculine energies to win, like how to use those energies to win and how to keep winning repeatedly. Like I prefer my soft approach to life, but how can I embrace this masculine feeling that I'm having right now and not reject it and allow it to motivate me rather than feeling bad for letting the claws out? Like, how can I get comfortable with this energy that's living in me right now rather than trying to shove it down? You know, like, oh, Liz, don't listen to them. 
just ignore those words. Like usually that's the approach I have, but I was like very angry, very offended. I was cussing. I was like having a very masculine energy and I was just like, you know, my normally I'd be like, oh my gosh, don't think that way. But then it made me think like, maybe is this okay? Is this an okay approach to get shit done? Right? Like we want to know how to balance both of those energies to win. There can't just be a soft approach to winning. Well, okay. First let's start by, let's start by understanding winning, right? So it starts for me. Okay. So understanding winning is becoming very familiar with that process, right? Like let's take a look at the process to win first. And then we're going to talk about how to integrate those energies into that process. Well, understanding winning means you have to understand failures, right? The process of winning, it's going to come with failures. We, we know that, right? The reason that I know I will win at anything I do is because I allow myself to get to know losing, to get familiar and comfortable with it. You will be a winner at anything you do when you get to know losing and you're a frequent flyer of losing, okay, and failure and falling down. It's just normal. When you fail or lose at something, we typically have two responses. We either stay down, we get into our slump, right? Y'all know what that looks like. You get stuck on the couch, get stuck you just get stuck. We dread reality and we try to block out anything reminding us of our failure. Or the second response, we jump back up and we get back into the game. So which one are you? Think back to your last kind of where you felt like a failure. You felt like you were failing. Which one of those reactions did you have, right? Well, let me tell you this. Both of these reactions are not getting to know losing, Okay, when you fail and you fall down, you need to stay there, right? For me, unfortunately, sometimes I tend to stay there a little too long. Sometimes, (laughs) whatever it takes, two days, three weeks, however long it takes, you need to stay there and you need to observe the failure. You need to understand the reason for failure. What did you do wrong? What can you change? Where did you fall short? Why did this happen? Okay. And the reason why this can take a longer time is because a lot of us don't want to look into the mirror and address what our part was in that failure. Okay. So it's one thing to stay down and stay in your slump and ignore reality. And it's another thing to stay down and observe that failure. So the first time that I failed at something, I learned determination. Okay, the second time I failed, I learned confidence in how to build personal strategy. The third time I failed, I stayed down for a while. Yep, because I had to learn accountability, but I was refusing to look at myself in the mirror. I was willing to blame external factors for my quote-unquote failure, but once I got comfortable with this failure... I came back even stronger. So see, after each fall, I came back stronger with a new tool in my back pocket. So, but had I jumped back into the game too quick, I'd likely have ended up back on the ground where I once was because I did not take the time to get to know the failure. 
And let me tell you, you guys, I don't know if you've ever heard this before. Winning does not lie. Okay. It gives me chills when I say that. And I think of, I reflect back on myself when I hear that winning doesn't lie. You cannot win at anything long-term unless you face the reasons for your losses. You have to look at yourself in the mirror every time you are down. And a lot of people simply put, they do not want to. They want to stay down and they continue to blame external factors for their own reality. Okay, if you want to win, you will not get to lie to yourself anymore. You can't blame anything else outside of yourself anymore. So you see a fall It's not the end of the process. It actually becomes the process. And if you trust that process, you will know that as long as you listen to what the failure is trying to reflect back to you, what you need to improve, you will stand up a different person and a stronger one than the one that fell. This is why I say celebrate your wins. Like if you follow me on Instagram, I I encourage people to celebrate their wins big or small, especially the small ones, because the small wins are the more frequent ones. Okay. So I'm really big on this. And if you are my client, like, and you're listening to this, you freaking know the feeling of winning. It feels so good. It's like crack. Like we love a good win, right? We love winning. We love winning at what we said we would win at. We love carrying out our purpose in life. Celebrating the wins creates a routine for yourself. And it makes it easy for you to recreate those experiences and feelings over and over again of being the winner, especially if you're celebrating the smaller, more frequent ones. The more wins you celebrate, the more evidence that you have that you are, in fact, a damn winner. The more evidence that you have that you are a damn winner, because you are, the higher your confidence is to keep recreating those events. And that's how you win repeatedly over and over and over. Okay, so now that we understand winning, to get back up, to stand back up after we have collected our data and we know what we need to be to do better, okay, I'm going to shift my shift back into my feminine energy here. We're not calling it a failure anymore. We're going to call it collecting data in order to stand back up after a fall we need to use all of our energies right it takes a lot of strength to stand back up after a fall or after a period of time where you have fallen and you have like you're done with your slump and you're ready to stand back up so our masculine energy and our feminine energy okay those are the two energies that are within us the yin and the yang we can't just call on our feminine to give us the backbone we need, right? We need to have the masculine energy there for a reason. And this is the perfect setting to call on your masculine archetype when it's time to stand back up, to stand back up and face what once knocked us down again. Like I said, it takes a great deal of strength. And if nobody recognizes that strength in you, out of all people, I do. Okay, because I've been through it. I see you and I recognize its strength, the strength that it takes to pull yourself together when you have children to feed. It's not easy. A family to care for. You might physically be able to do it, but emotionally, it can be draining to feel like you're always 
in the state of survival, always in a hustle, okay? To stand back out, stand back up because you know you have a purpose to live out, a legacy to build. It takes strength. And while I will always have my feminine energy at the forefront of my energetic signature, I have come to realize the power in our masculine to pull through for us. Okay, the masculine energy uses your anger, your pain, your hurt feelings to control and manipulate your outcome, right? Your hunger to win becomes this, it becomes fierce in this state. Okay, your fierce desire to win, it transmits pain into action. Now, the feminine energy, it uses your transformation, your data that you've collected to emit creativity, passion, self-care. Okay, she strengthens the belief that you will continue to win and she encourages you to celebrate it when you do. Now, just imagine yourself evolving into this Hulk, right, type of masculine presence, very masculine, angry, wanting to prove the world wrong. Okay, it's your masculine energy. Imagine it giving your feminine energy the loving direction to just step back and take a rest sometimes. Now, opposite, imagine your your masculine calling forth your feminine energy to do her part in manifesting your win and vice versa. So this is like, this dance is like a balance. If you think about it, it's actually very much like the roles husband and wife might play, right? Like you have the masculine presence and you have the the feminine energetic presence that is within you and it's a dance. They're calling each other forth to get shit done. The masculine's the action and the the forceful getting shit done and the feminine is the one that's kind of more encouraging and more about being than doing, right? And you have to know exactly when to kind of call forth which energy in the right time. So the masculine wants to prove everyone wrong. The feminine knows that she will, okay? Feminine wins with her her wand, her grace, creativity, confidence, and inner power. She knows that she doesn't have to do anything to already be worthy. The masculine wins with her claws, <laughs> with fierce desires, strict deadlines, and that hustle energy. So yes, it is a great idea to balance both energies in your will to win. But don't forget, there needs to be a balance. What is the definition of each role for you? What energy plays a part in your personal game plan? And you will know, only you know the answers to this. You will see a lot of the feminine energy playing its role when you fall down and when you lose because she is supposed to be there guiding you through the transformation. But it's the power But it's powerful to allow the masculine to take over when it's necessary, when it's time to stand up, when it's time to to get the things done, okay? Now, if you are triggered, offended by someone's words and their audacity to question your worth, okay, and if in response those claws come out, let them. I mean, not physically, right? We're not going around slapping, clawing people. No, no, no. It's like the energy that you feel. It's like that anger and that pain that comes up within you. Just 
let it. Feel those feelings. Okay, feel them. Feel that energy. Feel the pain. Feel the hurt. Allow it to motivate you because allowing yourself to be motivated by anger, it may sound foreign. You might be thinking like, hey, that's not what you taught me, Liz. I thought I was supposed to be positive. I'm supposed to think positive, but being positive doesn't mean avoiding feelings and anger and bitterness. You don't want to avoid those. Being positive doesn't mean suppressing those feelings because they're very real. They come from your your masculine energy. Being positive means allowing yourself to feel those and ask it to show you where it wants you to grow. So honor those claws and see what role they are here to play for you right now in your journey. But always allow yourself to call the feminine back. She needs to come back. And this is where a lot of us, I will say, get stuck in a permanent masculine energy because we forget to call her back. I have many clients who get stuck in that hustle and I need to be a winner and no time for rest, all work, no no play, right? Like they get stuck in that. It becomes their personality. So don't forget to call her back in. So this is how you you get good at, you get really good at winning. When you fail and you're down, do not call in your masculine and jump back into the game. Do not listen to Nike and just do it, okay? No, not yet. Stay down long enough to call in your feminine and ask her what it is that you need to learn to be better. Ask her to help you integrate those lessons into your game plan, into your life, into your business, your relationships. Okay? And understand that it, as long as you are lying to yourself, that's how long you're going to stay in that because you're going to stay down. You're going to stay in that slump. Like I said, two weeks, three months, two days, it's up to you how fast you can look in that mirror, okay? And once you do that, once you integrate the lessons, then call on your masculine to jump back in the game, to just do it, to get shit done, and you will stand back up as a stronger force, Integrating these energies into your everyday life is a fulfilling reward. Once you master this art of balance, you get better and you get better at fulfilling your purpose, reaching your goals, striving to be great at being you. And as I said in the beginning of the episode, you don't win the game and then no longer need a coach, right? If you want to make winning a repetitive habit, A coach might be just the thing for you, and I would love to be that for you, but if I'm not, please seek a mentor, somebody you look up to, somebody you admire, a life coach, like Google one in your area. I don't care. I want to see you win because if you win, I am living out my personal purpose. So with all of that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode and you've got some key takeaways that you can integrate into your life. 
If you don't already follow me, you can find me on Instagram at Life Coach Elizabeth, where I share daily inspiration, motivation, and business foundations to help you embody your next level self. I see you. I love you. And until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning into the Fortune 500 Mindset and Playbook podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Life Coach Elizabeth for more advice and tips on how to embody the Fortune 500 CEO.